Hello, guys. Page Mishima here with four. Four, say hi. Hi. And this is our little podcast we will be having at some weekends. I don't know how to do podcasts. You will learn. You will learn. No one, no one, no one came all known except my slaves. Which are never rewarded for their slavery. <laughs> Why aren't they rewarded? I mean... <laughs> because... I don't actually know. The main sla- slave head would be... This dude that I make my shimas with, but I cannot tell. Oh, maybe I did reward him right now. I didn't tell his name. Well, look, I just rewarded one slave. Mm, not bad. Well, 600 to go. Do you want to start? Start what? Rewarding the slaves. 600 to go. Oh, God, what? Wait, I'm one of your slaves? Wait, are you? I hope not. I don't really know. I didn't think about it. Usually my slaves are from a cinema. Or someone... He works with me. I love that, actually. It's very fun. Usually, my slaves... Yeah, my people, I would say, that became become slaves... Usually become slaves because I advertise them. It's very fun, actually. I just advertise them, put their channel somewhere in mine. And done. Look, I have one plus slave. Oh, so... You're basically just, you know, making an advertise for them, and they will do every, anything you do. I, I mean, anything you say to them, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, this is why I can make my shimma whenever I want, but it's very complicated because I never have ideas. I lost my imagination last week. Completely. <laughs> it's like I got shot in the head. By the way, I... Yesterday, I tried to... Do you know what's a lucid dream? Yeah, I know what's lucid dream. So, yesterday, I was trying hard. I was like, come on, lucid dream, come on. I was looking at a mirror before I slept. I was selling my head. I put a notebook. I got ready. I'm like, yeah, lucid dream. Yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. It's going to be so awesome. And then I get my alarm clock. Then I wake up one half an hour earlier. And I'm like... Okay, okay, just stay up half an hour and then sleep, and then you're gonna have a lucid dream. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it goes to sleep. I wake up, I wake up, and I'm like, I had no lucid dream. And I facepalm because for the lucid dream, I went to sleep earlier, and I lost Friday, all because of the failing lucid dream. I was like so mad. But, yeah, it's not like uh-huh. 100% that you're going to get one if you follow the steps. It would be pretty awesome seeing anything you want. Yeah, I mean, I've I've tried, uh, almost tried doing that before when I realized I was dreaming. How I realized I was dreaming was there was a giant monster in the town, so, and I was like... I knew that I dream, dreamt it because it wasn't the town that I live in. And I was I was thinking hard, like, 
please don't eat me, please don't don't eat me, don't eat me, don't eat me. That was basically, I said that over and over again, and the monster just walked away again. My and I was best, like, my best dream. Like, Holy Jesus, I'm dreaming. I want to try it flying, and I failed at flying and facepalmed into, into the ground. <laughs> I, mean, I, fa I faceplanted into the ground. <laughs> My actually one of the best dreams I actually lucid dreamed once. Uh, I think I was like nine years old, but I will never forget the dream. It was like epic. I I was like first going with a bike, then I jumped into a ship, which was just like you know car wheels. So he was like just going through ground, like driving without any wheels. It just was like just going. Then later I went to some cave and saw a snake that was telling me I'm dreaming. And it guarded some crystal. And then I saw Harry Potter kill someone. It was so weird. And then I woke up and I passed out. And I continued to dream and imagine shit. I, you know what I hate? What? When the best part of the dream is coming and you oh, yeah. wake up. <laughs> That's so annoying. Yeah. I feel you. And usually when you hear a voice, Mantis, wake up! Wake up! Wake fucking up! Wait, a long, t a long time ago, I was, um, when I was dreaming, I, how can I say, uh, I, um, ah, shit, I don't remember, damn it. Uh, it happens. Try to try changing the theme right now in your mind, and then come back to the theme. It works. Oh, by the way, guys, do you know that? Wait, spoiler alert! After this, you might get sad, guys. For are you ready to get sad? It's it's gonna sadden you. Do you have a strong heart? Um, uh, I could, I guess. Are you ready to get saddened? Saddened. Yes. It's bad. It's, it's gonna be a really big thing. After you hear it, you cannot unhear it, you will think about it. Sometimes. Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Do you know that you can't touch anything? We're not touching anything. I know that. False my preparation. I don't even need to live anymore. <laughs> well, I was stupid. I know. Couldn't you just told me that? I actually heard it in the physics lesson. What the fuck? Actually, one of my classmates is smarter than the physics student. Even though he smokes weed. Fuck logic, yeah? Wait, 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 wait. He's smarter than... What? Than my physics teacher, and he smokes weed. What? Yes, I know. Just fuck logic. Okay, now let's... What's the worst thing you have done? Like... Damn it. Do you have, like, a big thing that you have done... 
like in in the period of your life something that you regret or was awesome do you for fuck well actually that the big thing I was that um learning to how to ski that was actually a pretty big big thing in my life cuz at the start I was like no I don't really want to do that I don't, I think I don't think I'll be good at it and once I started doing it I it actually seemed pretty easy and I found it kind of fun at at the last last well actually I wasn't asking that but whatever fits actually I was asking something bad Wait, did you ever do something bad oh no I haven't I mean, I haven't smoked. No, smoke not weed. Any. Like, just something bad. Have you done never something bad that you regret, maybe? Ah, <sighs> it's hard to think about. Like, if you don't remember, it's no problem. No, well, I, I can't remember right now, but, I mean... Maybe if later, later it I'll comes up, like, surely tell me. It would be interesting for us to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine would be actually, actually smoking weed. Actually, I already did it. But I, I'm not going to repeat that. And the same goes for some other things. Because... It may be addictive, but you have to understand it's not that good for you. And in time, you understand that. And you just don't want it anymore. So, do you have any stories in your life that happened and were awfully fun? Maybe? Um. Um. Shit, like... It's really hard. Um, maybe uh, stealing what the? Maybe I was stealing something. I can't remember what I stole. Yeah. But there's been so many times where I where I actually you know childhood where you steal candy and such. Thief. That's very common for uh, people. Ah, you little thief! I never stole things. Seriously, I never stole anything from the shop. Never. Sounds weird, right? Hmm. Well, <laughs> there was one time when I I was like holding this um, candy bar, and I, and I don't know why I did it. I put it in my back pocket, and I pulled it out when we um, came out of the uh, store. And I was like, "Mom, look what I found!" And she was like. Oh no, you didn't! <laughs> I thought we went back and wag back into the back into the store to like to give it back. Low. And what did the shopper say? Like the the market? I, I can't remember. It was I, it was so long. It was so long time ago. I was like what five years old? Steve <laughs> <laughs> already five years old. Wow. Wait, can you talk about something? Someone's calling me. Okay, we will be right back.
Okay, we're back. Hmm. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Wow. I told you to talk about something. I went I went downstairs and got cake. Seriously? Yeah, cheesecake. And I didn't get any from you? Hey, bring me some. How? Through the microphone? Yes! What? You have a teleporter or something? Because if you do, can you give me some cake? The fuck are you talking about, bro? Teleporters, you know, those things that you teleport with? Yeah, I know. I've, played, I've been playing Portal before. No, 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 no. I mean those things where you put an item and you teleport it to another place. Wait, don't you, you have like a, a thing portal, like right? that? <laughs> yeah, no. Teleport <laughs> Teleporter. You put a thing or yourself and you teleport to a place. Don't you have that in Australia? I don't live in Australia. Oh yeah, you live in Singapore. Ass. Sorry, had to say it because I saw this Russian dude was playing. I oh, know it was just a normal soldier. <laughs> oh okay. yeah, sorry for being racist, guys. A bit. That's just you. I mean, yeah. no point no, in it, that. I'm I'm actually not that racist. I'm not like in real life. I'm not. Just being racist here. No big deal. <laughs> No, people, don't get that bad impression of me. I'm not that bad, right, for... Oh, no, no, you're not that bad. You have a stupid haircut, though. Very stupid. <laughs> no, no, this is why why we don't record our faces. <laughs> uh, no. I could record mine with the mask, my picture. It really looks nice. If you don't look at the detailed words, you see basic cuts. Oh, hey, by the way, when I said oh, I'm I'm pretty nice, you should have said, "Kill me, please." <laughs> no, no, that wouldn't have worked, probably. But it would have been funny. I'm sure it would have. But we just lost a moment of funniness because you just had a brain fart. Actually, had much brain farts, didn't you? I just think farts are funny. Sometimes. I mean, you burps are funny too. You don't get it, do you? Do you no. know what's a brain fart? Oh, yeah, sure, I've had lots of them. Yeah, you had like 12 today already. Wait, did I? <laughs> did I? <laughs> Seriously, what? Wait, wait, what happened? <laughs> But seriously, you had like 12. No, actually, you sure? less. You serious? You sure? Yes! Wait, or am I? <laughs> no, you're not sure. No, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure, dude. It's like, sure, sure. But, like, if you could combine two creatures, what would it be? Think. Two creatures? Yeah, two creatures. Any two creatures you could combine. Like animals. Yeah. And you right. would get one. What would you want to combine? Um, 
Does it have to be realistic animals? Yes. Damn it. I wanted to cross a mouse and a, and a dragon. First realistic, then fake. Alright, alright. Um, maybe a cheetah with a cow, just for the ridiculousness. I would actually cross cat with a chicken. So the cat could fly and be like, and just kill chickens. Would be kind of ironic if you think about it. <laughs> you don't say. And it kills chickens. Uh, would be pretty awesome. Now, what would you combine if you could combine mythical creatures too? Oh, uh, mythical creatures. If you could, you could, uh, you could also use normal animals too, if you want to. Okay, so a dragon and ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> so much yeah. decisions. It's so ridiculous. Um, a dragon and the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> Seriously, of everything you can. Wait, that's actually. I can't remember anything you asked. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I would combine a cheetah and. No, I would combine a cat and a dragon. So I would get a cat dragon. And it would be like... It would roar like this. Would be epic. Holy shit. That would be epic. Wait, what we're talking about... I'm having memory issues right now. Same with you. Yeah. Short-term memory for the win, like everybody else. Wait, what we were talking about? <laughs> just joking. You're stupid. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, lol. I love fooling around. What would you say if you could choose what country you could kill? This is a bit of a racist thingy. But let's still do it. Uh, if you could kill, uh, w destroy a complete country, wipe off of the map, what country would you wipe off? Um. It can be a state too, if you want to. Mm hmm. Um. Uh. I don't know what. It's called, but it's a very, very small um, country that's um, the less of the size than Denmark. It's near Russia, um, right? No, it's not Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I would instantly wipe off Russia with a big smile. Sorry, guys. I, I'm not actually racist, but I don't like Don't you Russia. like Putin? <laughs> I like, but... I just don't like Russia. I like the characters and stuff, but I don't like Russia. Sorry, guys. Is it because of the weather? No, it's because what they done to me. No, no, no not like that. Do to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, that. I mean, really, really. What's <laughs> that do to you? No, not, 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 not like that. Actually, my current journey they had war and a lot of people dead because of it, but. 
it's only a small reason. I just don't like the country. To me, if I would go to Russia, my eyes would show me black and white image. And it would be stay still. It would be a guy carrying a suitcase, wearing a sad face photo on him, as Nico from Guitar 4. Wow. And just just walking like that. That That's how I imagine a normal version. Mm-hmm. Just sad when I, 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 and I hate their language. Like no offense, I know that's pretty racist. But like I have no, no, mm. re, nothing against other countries except Russia. Just Russia. I just, but still, I love to make jokes about it. Who doesn't? In Soviet Russia, you don't need donuts. Donuts eat you. And um, when I was actually playing Far Cry Free, I told that joke for four, like twelve. 20 times, and I think he got mad just hearing it over and over. Yeah, four. Yeah, I got pretty upset. <laughs> hey, four. What? In Soviet Russia, you don't need donuts. No. Donuts. <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it, stop saying that. <laughs> no, wait. I'm going to repeat another joke then. It's of a trash, you don't drive cars, cars drive you! I already said that, like, I mean, I uh, like a week ago or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, changing the theme! Okay, so, if you could combine two foods, what would you combine? Two foods? Yes, just one, once, one time. And, like, it would be a product that you made and it would be sold. Oh my god. Yes. Uh. Caramel and bacon. That will fucking suck, no offense. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's because I've seen someone actually dip bacon in, um... <laughs> and they actually said it tasted good. And I would believe them. And I wouldn't. Because I wouldn't judge the food before I tasted it. Unless it's... Um... The fuck is the name of that? Seashells. Yeah. Oh. You know what I would combine? Ice cream and caramel to make a big profit. Oh. <laughs> what? Um, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, if normally I would combine, um, Bacon and ice cream. Bacon ice cream. Just straight wow. for the wind. Awesome. But it actually sounds when I think about ice cream bacon I want some caramel bacon then. Uh, kind of nice, kind of a nice font. Surely I would try to buy it. No. Still didn't try out some Mexican food, which I really want to try out. I don't even know why. Hmm. I just... Mexican food is so delicious, actually, but I don't enjoy tacos that much. You don't enjoy tacos? That much! Like, they're... What is wrong with you? No, listen, tacos listen. Are awesome. Yes, I know, tacos are very awesome. But they're... After I eat a taco, I don't want to eat a taco for a week. That's a thing. Oh. 
That's what I don't like about tacos. I would like so I could eat them every day. But look <laughs> at the bright side. I won't get fat. <laughs> because if I could, I think I would look look like heavy. Would I? Um, I don't know. I mean, after seeing his character, do you even think that heavy that the heavy is fat, or just you know because of he, because he's big? Are you doing some kind of a mind blown to me? I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm not. Well, Shit. let's think about. It. No, no, no. I think he had too much sandwiches. <laughs> Oh, uh, the best well, joke. Sandwiches, well, sandwiches, sandwiches actually taste good too. Yeah, That's something I enjoy very much. Same here. I, enjoy, I love sandwiches. Every morning, for the wind. What the, the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Oh my god, this looks weird. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I had a lesson on Friday. Not Friday. Um. And it was physical education, I think, in English, yeah. Uh, and I was like, I finished everything. Like, I got okay. a perfect score, everything, I'd, I'd done everything, and I'm like, and I don't, I don't feel like playing basketball. And there's these people, like, who know English pretty good, they're saying, and I'm like, okay, let's do something funny. And I walk uh, by them and say, they're my classmates too, but it was pretty funny. Uh, I asked them, uh, can you make me a sandwich? The guy says, how can mm -hmm. I make you a sandwich? I say, "So get me sand and get me a witch. But he said, so get yourself some sand, I'll get you a witch. Then I started to make a conversation, how to get to the beach. Then it turned out to, so I should get a camel, but I don't think camels walk at cold places. I think they die instantly. Do they? Uh, they, I don't think they die instantly if they walk at <laughs> cold places. <laughs> That's animal racism right there. <laughs> Why? Because. You can... Oh, God. I didn't even hear about animal racism. That exists? I don't know. Maybe it does. <laughs> for, for if it does, I feel sorry for you. Why? Why do you feel sorry for <laughs> do you get I, it? I don't get it. Animal for What do you mean? I don't get it. You know what? Just forget it. If you could combine... No. No more ideas. I'll, I'm out of ideas. Well, I, well I've got an idea. Okay. Okay. On an adventure with with a, any, any superhero or fictional oh. character. Who would it be? Oh, no. You just especially got my weak spot, yeah? I hate you. 
Okay, so now, now, now I have to embarrass myself and say I would go with Nightwing. Nightwing? Or Red Arrow. Now, I just embarrassed myself, totally, saying Red Arrow. Few people will know what that means, but who knows? This time to myself that I even told it. Remember my old skin for? Um, yeah. Red Arrow. Right. Yeah, awful. I I actually was obsessed with him. And like one day... And I got some fucking crazy ideas, believe me. And then I dreamed that I was some dude, some maniac. That killed criminals with a boat, just jumping off rooftops, shooting them in the neck, <laughs> stealing their money, and giving half of it to the shop owners, and just like You're flying away or something. I know. It was so awkward, believe me. And awesome. It was my crazy obsession. But I would say I would go with Nightwing. What would you go with? Deadpool, because he's awesome. Wait, who who is he? I forgot. You don't know Deadpool? Or he actually looks he actually looks pretty awesome. I mean, the whole I mean, almost the whole internet is obsessed with him. That's why I'm not in the internet company. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> hey. Hey. Yeah. I forgot the question. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I wanted to tell you something very important. I remember, it's very important. Let me try switching themes, then maybe I will remember. Okay, so if you could combine two games, what would they be? Two games. Two games, that's, that's such a fucking awesome selection. Oh, I don't know what to pick now. I know. Ah, uh, um, nah, <clears throat> maybe like uh something like. Come on. Ah, uh, fuck! I don't know what to pick. Um. Uh, let's see here. Like something like Left for Dead. And, um, fuck. Maybe I should go first. Yeah, sure, do that. I will combine Team Fortress 2 and Halo 4. Definitely. Like, it, it would be a great game, actually, if you think about it. Just think of what mind vote would be. Team Fortress 2 and Halo 4, like, comic Halo 4 and Team Fortress 2, like, it would be pretty awesome. Wouldn't it be? Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Or nice, only about it. But I would want Master Chief to be young. Like, a teen. Teen, yeah, teen. Oh, dude. I should I just came up with something awesome. Come on, tell me. Lego, like, Lego, 
uh, either Lego Left 4 Dead or Lego Team Fortress 2. Team Fortress 2 Lego! Oh, oh, that would be so awesome! Yeah, right. Dude, such a great idea. And it would be multiplayer. Yeah. Oh, dude! Dude, I'll go send Ball this message. If I don't forget, probably I will. Or I will be too lazy. So, if you could, if you could have three, one, okay, let's go first with this question. If you could have one power, what it would be? One what? One I, power. I hear that, so. One power. One power. Um, it would be, ah, fuck, I don't know how to say this in English, uh, like, saying something people should do, and then just, they will do Mind it. Mind control. Yeah, like that. Like, saying that, some teacher says, remember to make this homework, and then you say, we don't have homework for today, and then she's like, <laughs> oh, well, oh, yeah, right, we don't have homework for today. That's evil. Well, I would do time control. You know why? Because you could fuck with people then? No. I could rewind my age in case before I die. Then I could stop time and rape people. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't think I'm kidding. Or... I'm just joking. Or actually, would be a fun power, wouldn't it be? Just think about it. All the possibilities. <laughs> well, if anyone stopped the time, we wouldn't even know that, you know? Yeah. For one day? One day? Four classmates? No. Four in his class. Suddenly, a naked Pokemon appears. Silence. So, what three powers would you like to have? Three powers? Yes. Okay, so... Maybe, um... No, wait. Yeah, alright. Um... Like... A very like I wanted this like superpower to have a very low gravity um, jump, so I can jump really long and uh, long up into the air and really far. <clears throat> and then I would like maybe uh oh yeah uh telekinesis and. Mind control, maybe. Yeah. You know what? You're so wrong. You know what's what? the best? What's the best? Time control. Make You can make anyone mortal who you want. And turn back like that. <coughs> and mind control. Don't you think these three would just be amazing? I would make myself mortal maybe some 
people too. Family. And I would just what fucking about, go. If you do mortal, then when... You can stop time. You can rewind back. Mind. Right. Oh, I get it. Right. So instead of watching your friends die, you could just rewind the time and just live and the... You can make, or you can just make your family mortal and just stop time when you're about to get... No, when you're, when you're about to make a mistake. When you made a mistake and you're captured and you're getting... Sex labor, putting dildos up your ass, uh, torching. <laughs> uh, you could just rewind time and repeat all of that, or you could just escape. <laughs> I'm gonna repeat it. Just yeah. Nope. Gonna repeat it. I liked it. Oh god. See, see, these are three powers that you really want to get, but mostly time control. See, I'm smart. Hmm. When it comes to overruling the world, well, sure, overruling the world, like the power of the uh, what being the rule of world. If you wanted to be the rule of world, what powers would you like? What would powers would you uh, then have? Dude, I would just come up to Obama and say, "You're oh, right, right. my control." Duh. Personal slave, bow down. I would actually say to everyone. If you could have a, oh wait, I actually got a pretty good idea. If you get any gun from any game, which one should it be? Gravity gun, Gary's mod. I would be able to lift anything. You know what I'd say? What? Force gun. Just awesome. Uh, no way gravity gun is better. Because you can pick up people, throw them away. <laughs> Just you don't think of the possibilities that you can actually get. Look, I could pick you up well, you and throw you. And throw you. Dude, stuff up, you know. dude, you don't get it. I can freeze you. Right click. <laughs> get it? In... Jerry's yeah, I know, I know. So I could freeze, I could freeze people and frame them. Dude, isn't that awesome? Yeah, that's awesome. Ma wait, uh, how about the the gun where you can do all the face posing and such? Uh, face rig or face poser? Yeah, <laughs> face poser, real life face poser. <laughs> Imagine. Fuck <laughs> with so many people, just like. Oh, nope, gonna change your face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ugly. No, it would be so funny. Sure. I mean, that'd be awesome. Yeah, just fucking with people. Seems stupid. Yeah. Okay, guys, we will be right back with some stories. Maybe scary ones. Who knows? <laughs> Christmas once maybe. Hello guys, okay, we're back with some stories. Christmas creepy pastas, yay! I might not be be Christmas ish, but anyway. Okay, I start with a painted Christmas. Patrick Finn arrived home from his Christmas conquest. 
Bring out the snowstorms by mere miles, mere minutes. He felt not only the foreboding presence of hazardous blizzard, but also that of something else, something darker. It felt as if it resonated not only within his soul, but as also within the souls of those around him. Within the very ground itself, Patrick had never bothered to check, but he was sure that beneath the grass and soul of Winter Harbor, Maine, there is hu- there in hunger <coughs> a gaping wall. Was that necessary? Che- yes. There in a hunger, a gaping mouth or chasm yearning for the flesh of the innocent, an anchored of physical world only can be desired to seem normal. It had not yet been appeased, because the residents of Winter Harbor were all, all but innocent. Patrick had moved to Winter Harbor, hoping to escape the depotency and despair he felt in his hometown. Belmont, Maine. So far, these feelings had only amplified, magnified by above the wintry death that he felt tiptoeing in the town's midst and lingering scent of pain that seemed to permit every building in the city. If it was the town was constantly being repainted in some sort of half-hearted attempt to cover something up. Still, he felt necessary to stay, so as not to make matters worse for his wife, whom he barely saw anymore, and his son, whom he seemed so distant, he and his wife will go through a ripe time in their marriage, and their son was feeling its effects. It was aching to what one may feel after a tumultuous earthquake. Patrick felt that he had to make it up to his son, so he went out and bought him the most expensive, extravagant thing he could that he had that thing he could he could his hands on this late shopping season a brand new video gaming system called Wii U. <laughs> That's my made up a bit. <laughs> he had assured his son that even though he had acted out often the years, Santa would bring him something good, something wonderful. Though these charades, Patrick felt empty at the prospect of shifting for a boy that he knew nothing about. A boy. Existence was forgotten every so often. On the eve of Christmas, Patrick arrived home before the snowstorm and quickly crept into the garage to wrap the present and place it under the tree. It was in this garage that he often felt observed changes, as if it within in small space that contained secrets beyond human compression. The musky smell of old holiday decorations 
coupled with the omnipresent scent of fresh paint, varnish, and gasoline all seemed to melt into one personified force. Whispering sweet, nothing to bark as he exited his car. This caused him to shudder heavily as a beast by a fit of delirium tremens. He shrugged off the dull headache and dry mouth before quickly and sloppily wrapping the gift. Following this, he slipped under the tree and began to creep upstairs. He couldn't help but grimace at the thought that he was afar from Santa as humanly possible. As he reached the top of the landing, panching glass over the clock, it read 11.49. He stood there as if to wait for something fleeting childhood, feeling that may accompany the arrival of Christmas. It did not come as soon as he found, nor the cheery music, nor the scent of evergreen and cookies. Just defying silence and damnable sense of pain. It was everywhere. He couldn't escape it. The arrival of yet another disappointing Christmas truck. Patrick, like a blow to the face. He fell to his knees, subsequently onto his stomach. He couldn't tell if he had passed out or not. Suddenly, a loud sound in his son. Room jerked Patrick away. He, qu- he quickly got up and stumbled into the room. The popping sound he had here made him wonder what made it. And when he finally found out, he was confused even further. A large black humanoid, adored with gold horns and a tongue that birthed like a snake, stood before him, clutching his son. Patrick stood dumbfounded, seemingly inseparable of recognizing not only the creature, but anything else before him. What do you want? Patrick asked initially. He knew the creature wanted something. The creature smiled, licking his lips. Fine, friend. Trying tender fruit, not spoiled by worms of you, but by the tree that bore it, ripping not into ambrosia, but a rotten holocore. Patrick stared at the creature. Sweat began to collection on his brow. He felt as if his brain itself had been a lit fair. He couldn't breathe. I can say I understand, Patrick strammed out. The creature smiled again. Now beloved of dying stark and planet beyond the horn, but by eruption of its most secret peaks, I desire the treasures from which you hope to find salvation. The gift to your boy. It's a council with you. I want it now. Patrick couldn't understand why the creature would want the game system, but he felt it necessary to give up. 
He quickly bowled downstairs, grabbing the box, clutching it tight. He sprinted back up to his son's room. The creature upon his arrival forced Patrick's son to the floor. Now one log beaconing the head. As Patrick handed over the present. He couldn't help feel but as if he were lost himself. Exchanging an eternity for one single moment of gratification, the creature licked his lips. <laughs> Once more, it disappeared in the time. It took Patrick to blink. When he was sure he was he as alone, Patrick fell to his knees, wrapped his arms around the sun. He expected a thank you, and I love you, something. He heard nothing. He looked down found that his son was withering away, becoming the very shadows that inhabited night around him. Patrick knew at the moment that he was entirely alone, swallowed finally by the chest beneath his feet, stumbled to the grass before sitting down, embracing his childhood and his communion with the musky smell of the fate that seemed a beacon. Well, that was a weird story. I don't get it. I love when the devil licked his lips. <laughs> it's, it was like... If I would be the devil, I would always do that, like... Come here, child! Nom, nom, nom. And I would eat the face of the child. Okay, I actually have a very good story. Does it involve you? No. Sad. No. L- last creep pass and then it's your turn forever. Okay? Okay. Okay, let me find it. It's awesome. Okay. My favorite creepypasta, I think. Well, then read it, damn it. Wait, I'm searching for it. It's not that easy. It's the rotted man. It's very interesting. The rotted oh, no. man. Oh, oh fuck! Copyright. <gasps> copyright. Oh. I'ma cry now. Please, guys, you didn't hear nothing. You didn't hear nothing. Please, guys, forget. Forgive me. It just, like, turned on my, like, history and played a bit. Ignore it, please. Do you want him under the bed upstairs? Wait, what? <laughs> I have two creepypastas. Upstairs. 
or I know you're awake. Oh, I know you're awake sounds creepy. I'm serious. When I was a child, I lived into a rented two-floor house. Both of my parents worked, so I was often known when I came home from school. One early evening, when I came home, the house was still dark. I called out my mom. Mom? And heard the voice say, Yes! From upstairs. I called my mom again. And again, got the same answer. Yes! I felt she was calling back at me and climbed up the stairs. When I reached the first floor, called her once more and the voice yes! came from the furthest room. I felt both uneasy but felt stronger to see my mother and start to walk towards the room. But just as I was about to open the door into the room, I heard the front door stairs open and my mother coming, carrying a lot of shopping bags. Sweetie, are you home? My mother called in a cheery voice. Hearing her voice made me feel instantly better and I turned back to go downstairs at once. But not before I had quickly glanced towards the room. While I watched from the top of the stairs, the door to the room slowly opened to crack. For a brief moment, I saw something strange there. A pale face staring at me. It fucking grabbed me! Okay, uh, the end was a bit of me. Okay, now awake, okay. I've been lying down for hours now. It's 5.35 a.m. And there's not much I can do. You know what's the worst part about my situation is? I'm in the same room with my parents. They keep looking at me. And I can't help but look back and try not to cry or scream. Their eyes are focused on me and their mouths are wide open. There's a strong scent of blood and I feel paralyzed with fear. Here's the thing. The second I make... My any hint that I'm not asleep anymore, I'm completely fucked. I will die, and there's nobody around to save me. I've been trying to think of a way out, but the only idea I have is to rush for the door and run outside the front door and scream for help, hoping my neighbors will hear me. It's risky, but if I stay here, I'll surely die. He's waiting for me to wake up and see his masterpiece. You're probably wondering, what's going on? I get ahead some of myself sometimes. About three hours ago, I heard screaming from the other side of the house. I got up and went to check on the noise before realizing I had an agent to use the restroom. Instead of doing the smart agent thing and investigating, I used the bathroom first. I was so stupid. I could have got myself killed right then from my stupid actors that had actions. But I actually did my business and took a peek outside the bathroom. There was blood on the carpet. I got very worried. I thought it was my mom's period. I ran back to my room. I back, 
I ran back to my room, hiding under my sheets like the pussy I was, drinking rum for my last hours. I tried to convince myself to go back to sleep, that it was just really vivid dream or something. But I heard the bathroom door open, like the terrified child I was, peek from under my blanket to see what was going on. Could see someone dragging my dead parents into the room. It was not human. I can tell you it was hairless, with no eyes, no clothing, a very small dick. It walked like a caveman. Why it's black, slouched ass. It dragged my parents. <gasps> but this pig was much smarter than any caveman. It was aware of what it was doing. It dropped my dad up the edge of my bed and made him pace me. It then set my down mother in the chair and pushed her towards me as well. It then started with hands upon the wall, staining them with blood, and then drew a circle. The devil spread the gram on it. This thing had made it is probably what called a masterpiece. To finish off, scribbled a message onto the wall that I could not read in the darkness. It then positioned itself under my bed, waiting to strike. The scariest thing now must have adjusted to the darkness since then, and I can read the message onto the wall. I don't want to look at it, because it's terrifying to think about it, but I feel I need to see before I'm killed. I peek at the creature's masterpiece. I know you're awake. So how was that? That was pretty sick. Jesus Christ. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. It was pretty... Uh, I enjoyed it myself. It was like... How was my accent? It was okay. Uh, sometimes there was a little <laughs> too much air into the microphone. Oh, sorry. I'm very sorry about that. I'm not used to this new microphone, so I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I I peeked to the room. <sighs> and that penis came off of the ceiling down wow. to my throat. Covering my bloody eyes. Or it was my balls. Cracked open. Like a head with nuts on the side. Your turn. Okay, so. Um, the first one is. I mean, I got four stories. Come on, tell us. That's about me and. My friend Matt, oh. and there, there, and then there's also another one that's uh, that's that's uh, that's has that's like this little story that you've been telling. Oh. So the first one is about wait. is does me. Any, wait, wait. Uh, does any of these stories have something included with killing or something? Yeah, one of one of them does, and, and that's and that's the one, that's uh oh, one of them. No, I mean with the mat, with your friend Matt, does anything? Uh, no.
with her friend Matt include a basement? No, 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 no. It's <sighs> it's just, it's him being home alone, home alone. Oh. Either, either just him or his friends. Or maybe my and, and the one with me is just when I'm when I was sleeping. To tell the truth, the the surely truth. Mm-hmm. If there would be a situation to almost every person, like this is you and your friend. And if you push your friend, he dies, but you survive. If you don't push him, you die and he survives. I can bet 95 people would push their friends. I wouldn't push my friend. You would. This is your, this is like your bravery speaking right now. But if really you would just take him and push him. Don't leave me. You would just be like, oh fuck! And you would push him and he would get eaten. And you would run away. Damn. <laughs> Sorry to tell you, but your okay. I know these are very short stories. Okay, let's they're go. They're like one of the. They're like ghost stories. Me like them. Okay, so the first one is, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm seven years old. I'm sleeping in my mom and dad's bed because I can't sleep. Right. So, I lay there. I'm lying there. And suddenly I hear a knocking on the door. And I'm like, what is that? I don't want to check it. And I know it, it's in the middle of the night. I don't even remember what the time was. Maybe three or four in the morning. I don't know. But I next morning, my my sister told me that she wake, woke up from that knocking noise. And she actually checked it out because my dog was barking at it. And what what she told happened was she opened the door and my dog was barking at nothing. She was just standing there barking at the door. And the knocking noise was still there. Hey, dude. Uh, so there was no nothing knocking the door. Can I interrupt for a second? Yeah, sure. Actually, it's very weird because every four to five... A.M. at my grandparents' house because it's complicated. I'm at my grandparents' house. It's like TV and stuff, and I have my own room. And every four to five or six or three A.M., I hear the phone ring, and creeps me. Like the phone rings always. It's it's really awkward. Why does it happen? But sometimes it does ring. Well, but it really creeps me out. So yeah. Mm. Okay, so the other one is some time ago. I, of course, I was sleeping. In my, I just went to bed. After twenty minutes, I had you know something fell falls on the floor, and I and I think, what the hell is that? So I get up and I see what it is that fell to my floor, and it's my, com- it's um, what was it? Again? Oh, it was my. I had a. A, a, a clock there, like a little clock, like an an arm brace clock. I I I was I had and I was like, how the hell did it fall down? Because I didn't put the the clock that close to the to the edge. I didn't close. I didn't put it that close to the edge. I put it like at least sixty centimeters 
um, from the edge. So it could impossible. So impos. So in theory, it would have been impossible for the clock to fall down. Hmm. Do you believe in ghosts? Um. Maybe I. I don't. I don't really. Um. No, because it's been bothering me so much when I was little. If one day, if you're not alive for a month, I'll tell the podcasters, the guys who listen to podcasts, tell you're dead, okay? For a month, if you don't, without any information, I'll tell them you're dead. And okay. we'll make a little hour with me and yourself just talking about you. Okay. <laughs> Do you feel better? <laughs> sure, I feel much, much better now. <laughs> no worry. If you die, you will be remembered. But you won't remember yourself. That's a problem. <laughs> oh. Oh. I feel better. Well, um, now is the time for the stories of my fr- what, that my friends told me. That my friend Matt told me. First story he told me was he was he was home alone with some friends, just having some friends over to visit, and I don't know why, but two of them, Matt and his friend, goes into the bathroom. I don't know why they both did it at the same time. I it still questions me, but whatever. I can explain you. No, he's not gay. No, they use dildos. He's yeah. not gay. I told dude, dude, dude. Go to you porn and type categories toys. You'll see what they me- what men do when two walk in bathroom. <laughs> I was I'm just joking, guys. Don't worry, I'm making up. But anyways, they were going. Oh, I know. Oh wait, I remember what what they were doing. They were brushing their teeth. So oh, going down to brush their teeth, right? And before they turn the light on, they uh, Matt sees a finger. Behind him, and his friend is in front of him, on the other side of his shoulder. And he's like, what the fuck? And his, and his friend saw it too. Like this finger just coming up behind from his shoulder. All of a sudden, really creepy. And the other thing is that one night, he was home alone. His parents were out. He had to go to the uh, bathroom because he he needed to get take a piss. Yes, yes. And when as he's walking down the stairs, he hears a little baby crying from within his living room. And the living room is not that far away from his from his from the staircase, right? And he's like, What the fuck is that? And he he didn't even dare to go to the to the bathroom. You know what I would do in his place? Right. If I would ever see, like, I'm alone, and I would see a ghost, I would no joke just jump out of the window. What the fuck? <laughs> I would. Like, I, if it would be at my grandparents' house, no problem, dude. It's it's the first floor. Wait, how it's in English? The main floor? Like, the lowest floor. Yeah, I know. Or something, I don't know, I don't get it. It is, it is the first floor. Oh, oh. So, um, at the first floor. So, it would be no problem. At my real house, 
it's why don't stay alone there. It's like 12, 12, 6 floor. Yeah, 6. Or 7, 5. My, my... Damn, that's a tall house. Yeah, my, my room is at the 7th floor and normal 6. So, uh, if I would be like alone and I would see a ghost, I would, if he would be near the house, near the door, I would just jump out through the window. Damn straight. No jokes. <laughs> okay. So the last story is actually something we heard in school, but I don't really care. Um, anyways, there's this, um, girl. She's home alone, and she has her little dog. She's sitting home, just watching television. And all of a sudden, in the television, they say in the news that a psychopath has just es- escaped the asylum. <laughs> and she's and she's like, holy crap! I better lock my door. So she locks all her doors and the windows, and she goes to sleep later. And just for checking, no wait, and just Whoa. I don't know why, but she leaves her door a little bit open, just an inch open, and her dog comes in and. She uh, she checks that it's her dog. Like she puts her hand down and her dog licks it. And so she's sure that it's her dog, right? And the next morning she wants to take a bath, like any normal girl would do. To masturbate. And when she comes down to the bath, she hears something dripping in the shower. Huh? And when she goes into the shower, she sees her dog hanging from the shower. And something is written on the mirror in blood. The thing that's written in the mirror in blood is people have tongues too. Oh, fuck. Hey, clowns, come here. We have a psychopath here. (laughs) What the fuck? But seriously, I, I would I wanted to interrupt, but it's not nice. Uh, I would want to say it's not her dog that licked her hand; it's a psychopath. Sure. I would surely do that. Lick her hand, surely. Uh, unless she's ugly, I wouldn't then. You wouldn't even know because it's dark. I know. I would. I wouldn't even do such a crazy operation without goggles. This is why Lubrina doesn't have an asylum. Because people are sane here. Wait, without goggles? So... Vision goggles. Not vision goggles. Oh, right. Sorry. But the awesome thing is that in Lithuania, people are... Even the criminals are... Like, insane. Sane. There's no asylums. That's what I love in Lithuania. There's no psychopaths here. If there is, they get shot by other psychopaths that shoot themselves later. Crazy. Yeah, no, that's why I love this country. And in Los Angeles, that's where I'm going to go, pedophiles are constrained. Psychopaths, I mean, are constrained very goodly. Okay. 
Okay, Pio Falls 2. So, do you want another story? I'm already set up. Sure. Why not? I mean, it's... Eh. No, it's too long. <laughs> like, some stories are just too long. I'm not gonna read them. Oh, wait, I just remembered another one. I'm not that um, good at remembering it, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I remember I remembered another story, but I don't uh, quite remember the details and all, but... <clears throat> it's uh, about this guy who moved in to <laughs> shit so he lived in his parents house 15 years old 15 years old come on world yeah sure I mean like like 15 or 20 I I can't remember, you know. Okay, uh, guys, so. we will be right back in one second. Let's stop for one second. Okay, we're back. Continue I'm with just, your creepy pasta if you want to. I'm just throwing piss at you. Whatever. Anyway, this guy living at at home with his parents. He um. He it's an it's an old house, and they've been moving for, for quite a while. So they move into this house, and and I. He, uh, there's, um, he experiences that he wakes up in the middle of the night, pretty sweaty, indeed, and he looks up into the, into the ceiling, and what he sees, right, like, three or four inches from him, a face, just staring at him. And he don't know he doesn't know what to do, so he just instantly turns away from the he in, he being the coward he is he pulls the cover all he pulls his cover up over his face so he can't see it and the fuck uh in another night not that like two days later. He sees the same face when he wakes up in the middle of the night. But this time the face is more angrier than before. And of course he pulls the covers up again. And then, one week later, when he goes to sleep, he's lying on his side to not see the face again. So... As he proceeds to line his side, suddenly he hears this loud, loud shriek into going into his ears, like if, like if the face, like if the, if the mouth was like not that far away from him. And so he hears the shriek, and he goes, he panics. And so he he starts yelling, right? And just pulls the cover over him. And I don't know why, but they moved like one week after he heard the shriek in his ear. And it hasn't happened again, and it didn't even happen again. He might have thought that the house was haunted or anything. But Is I don't know. Is that it? 
Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, my turn. This one, it's... I really love this one. Okay. Mr. Widemouth. During my childhood, my family was like a drop of water in a vast river, never remaining in one location for long. We settled in Rhode Island when I was eight, and there we remained until I went to college in Colorado Springs. Most of my memories are rotted in Rhode Island, but there are they are fragments in the attic of my brain, which belonged to various homes we had lived in when I was much younger. Most of these memories are unclear and pointless, chasing after another boy in the backyard of a house in North Carolina, trying to build a raft to float on the creek behind the apartment we rented in the Pennsylvania, and so on. But there is one set of the memories which remains as clear as glass, as though they were just made yesterday. I often wonder whether these memories are simply lucid dreams produced by the long sickness I experienced that spring. But in my heart, I know they're real. Oh, this one is going to be pretty long. That's sad. But, believe me, it's awesome. We were living in a house just outside the bustling metropolis of New Vineyard, main population 643. It was a large structure, especially for a family of three. There were a number of rooms that I didn't see in the five months we resided there. In some ways, it was a waste of space. But it was the only house on the market at the time, at least within an hour commute to my father's place of work. The day after my fifth birthday, I attended my parents alone. I came with a fever. The doctor said I had monoculosis, which meant no rough play and more fever for at least another three weeks. It was horrible time to bedridden. We were in process of packing our things to move to Pennsylvania, and most of my things were already packed away in boxes, leaving my room barren. My mother brought me ginger ale and books several times a day, and these served my functions of being my primary form of entertainment. For the next few weeks, boredom always loomed just round the corner, waiting to rear its ugly head and compound my misery. I don't exactly recall how I met Mr. Mydwell. Mr. Widemouth, I think it was about a week after I was diagnosed with mono. My first memory of the small creature was asking him if he had name. He told me to call him Mr. Widemouth because his mouth's mouth was large. and In fact, everything about him was large in comparison to his body. You, his heads, his eyes, his crooked ears, but his mouth was by far the largest. You look kind of, of like a Furby, I said as he flipped through one of my books. Mr. Widemouth stopped and gave me a puzzled look. Furby? What's a Furby? he asked. I shrugged. You know, the toy little robot with the big ears? You could pet and feed them, almost like a real pet. 
Oh, Mr. Wildmouth resumed his activity. You don't need one of those. They aren't the same as having a real friend. I remember Mr. Widemouth despairing, despairing every time my mother stopped by to check me. I laid under your bed, he later explained. I don't want your parents to see me because I'm afraid they won't let us play anymore. We didn't do much during those first few days. Sir Wadmouth just looked at my books, fascinated by the stories and pictures they contained. The third or fourth morning, after I met him, he greeted me with a large smile on his face. I have a new game we can play, he said. You have to wait till your mother comes to check on you because she can't see us play. It's a secret game. After my mother delivered more books than so at the usual time, Mr. Wildmouth slipped out from out under the bed and took my hand. We have to go to the room at the end of this hallway, he said. I objected at first as my parents had forbidden me to leave my bed without their permission. But Mr. Wildmouth persisted until I give, gave in. The room in question had no furniture or wallpapers. It only squinched feature was a window opposite the doorway. Mr. Widemouth darted across the room and gave the window a firm push, finding it open. He then beckoned me to look out the room below. We were on the second story of the house. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. Uh, but it was on a hill. And from this angle, the drop was farther than two stories due to the incline. I like to play. Pretend I'm here, Mr. Whitemouth exclaimed. I pretend that there is a big soft trampoline below this window, and I jump. If you pretend hard enough, you bounce back up like a feather. I want you to try it. I was a five-year-old with a fever. Suddenly a hint of spectacism darted through my thoughts as I looked down and considered the possibility. It's a long drop, I said. That's all the part of the fun. It wouldn't be fun if it was only a short drop. If it were that way, you may as well just bounce on a real trampoline. I toyed with the idea, picturing myself falling through the thinner, only to bounce back to the window on something unseen by human eyes, but the realist in me prevailed. Maybe some other time, I said. I don't know if I have enough imagination. I could get hurt. Mr. Wildmouth's face controlled into a snarl, only for a moment. Anger gave way to disappointment. If you say so, he said. He spent the rest of the day under my bed, quiet as a mouse. The following morning, Mr. Wildmouth arrived holding a small box. I want to teach you how to juggle, he said. Here are some things you can use to practice before I start giving you lessons. I looked in the box. It was full of knives. My parents will kill me, I shouted, horrified that Mr. Widemouth had brought knives into my room. <coughs> Objects that my parents would never allow me to touch. I'll be sparkled and drowned for a year. Mr. Widemouth roamed. It's fun to juggle with these. I want you to try it. I pushed the box away. I can't. I'll get in trouble. Knives aren't safe to just throw in the air. 
his wide mouth drawn deep to a scowl. He took the box of knives and slid under my bed, remaining there the rest of the day. I began to wonder how often he was under me. Standing having trouble sleeping after Mr. Widemouth often woke me up at night, saying he put a real trampoline on the window, a big one, one that I couldn't see in the dark, I was declined and tried to <coughs> go back to sleep. But Mr. Widemouth persisted. Sometimes he stayed by my side until early morning, encouraging me to jump. He wasn't so fun to play with anymore. My mother came to me one morning, told me I had permission to walk around outside. She thought the fresh air would be good for me, especially after being confined to my room for so long. Exastic. I put on my sneakers and trolled out to the back porch, yearning for the feeling of sun on my face. I followed him to the beginning of the deer trail, which ran through the woods behind the house. This is an important path, he explained. I've had a lot of friends about your age. When they were ready, I took them down this path to a special place. You aren't ready yet, but one day, I hope you take you there. I returned to the house, wondering what kind of place lays beyond the trail. Two weeks after I met Mr. Wildmouth, the last loud of things had been packed into a moving truck. I would have been the cap of the truck sitting next to my father along to Pennsylvania. I considered telling Mr. Wymouth that I would be leaving, but even at five years old, I was beginning to suspect it. Perhaps the creature's intentions were not to my benefit, despite what he said or otherwise. For this reason, I decided to keep my departure for a secret. My father and I were in the truck at 4 a.m. He was hoping to make it to Pennsylvania by lunch time tomorrow with the help of the endless supply of coffee and the six-pack of energy drinks. He seemed more like a man who was about to run a marathon rather than one who was about to spend two days sitting still. Early enough for you? He asked. I nodded and placed my head against the window, hoping for some sleep before the sun came up. I felt my father's hand on my shoulder. This is the last move, son. I promise. I know it's hard for you, as sick as you've been. Once daddy gets promoted, we can settle down, and you can make friends. I opened my eyes as we backed out of the driveway. I saw Mr. Wildmouth's silhouette in my bedroom. The no, he stood motionless until the truck was about to turn on the road. Gave me a pitiful little wave goodbye. Stick knife in hand. I didn't wave back. Years later... I returned to a new liner. The piece of land I stood upon was empty except for the foundation. The house burned down a few years after my family left. <coughs> Out of curiosity, I followed a deer trail that Mr. Whitemouth had showed me. Part of me accepted him to jump out from behind tree and scared the living bejesus out of me. But I felt that Mr. Whitemouth was gone. Somehow tied to the house that no longer sticks, the trail ended at the new Vineyard Memorial Cemetery. I noticed that many of the tombstones belong to children. So how was that? It's one of my favorites. Really creepy. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, if you find it, it's the most favorite. It's really creepy. It's, it's like... I, 
this one and Rayman is very alike, but my favorites like I I love these ones. You know is you know what's awesome about Bioshock? What's awesome? They're actually making a movie called oh, Bioshock. Nice. And it's coming out I think it's summer two thousand thirteen. I will watch it. Definitely. Will you watch it? Yeah, I wanna watch it. <laughs> awesome I wanna watch it too. <coughs> From reading, uh, my my throat got a little dry. <coughs> Maybe you should try to pretend a knife is like a surgery needle and try to use it to make your mouth more wet. But really, that one's creepy, yeah? Yes. The poor thing is, I don't. I can't find a Mr. Rain, man. <coughs> you would really like that one. If this was creepy, you would be like, oh, oh, dude, that was. Mr. Rayman? Yeah. But I cannot find it. Okay, guys, I so will be right back. I have to check this thing. Maybe there I will find it. Okay, guys, so I couldn't find it, so we're gonna end the podcast here so you have anything to tell to the fans for be nice don't be like us because we're stupid and never try making podcasts because we're crazy mad and for the end now tell me for what's your most embarrassing dream you want like to do you first Embarrassing dream. Yeah. No, no, embarrassing thing you would like to do. Oh, I don't know. It would be embarrassing, but tell me. What do you want to do that is embarrassing? Tell me. Come on. It's the end. You have to. Standing outside on the... uh, uh, standing in a mall in underwear. You would want to do that? Yeah. Okay, I'm actually not going to tell mine, because it's... You're stupid. Dude, no. We no. have to end. You ha- no, dude, tell yours. We have it's to end. Fa- it's not fair. Dude, it's not so, fair. So, we'll meet in the next week. Maybe then I'll tell mine. So, uh, good time, guys. I hope you got a great time. For don't be mad. It's a fair of. A Check how much I read. I almost died. Uh, you tell us next time. Yes, until next time, we will be having more fun. Bye, guys. As always, this was Patreon Shima.